Welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is the embodiment of the transcendent. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website. To be included in all of our new product announcements, be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first and foremost, I want to thank everyone who has been so supportive of the company, and uh, it's been a really, really cool ride all around, and I'm, I'm really excited about what's coming next. There's a lot of cool stuff that's coming out, but um, I was thinking today about doing something a little more uh, ethereal as it were, to talk a little bit more about some of the bigger pictures and why I got started and how this company has evolved and how my, uh, my faith in what we're doing has been reinforced over the many, many months that I have done this. And I was thinking about this because I was thinking about Dr. Jordan Peterson, and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, and I kind of wanted to rehash it a little bit because I think it was, I think it's just good stuff, but one of the things that is interesting about being a human in general is that we can only experience things through our physical being. There's a caveat to that. So I, I see that that's not entirely true, but it is functionally true. We only experience the world through our perception, our senses, our eyes, our ears, nose, sense, all of the different perceptions that we have. And we can only interpret them in our brain. Right, so functionally, we are at the mercy of the capabilities of our body to experience the world. We can, through writing, and obviously that's visual in many ways, we can, through writing and reading, experience things that are beyond our own initial comprehension. We can experience things that are beyond our own initial, our own experiences that we have in ourselves had, but more importantly, we are limited by our bodies in a, in a good way. Here's where I go with that. There was, Dr. Peterson talked about this in one of his podcasts, and I can't remember which one because he's got hundreds of hours of content at this point, but he talked about how the guy that invented the Roomba, the little um, self-controlled vacuum, um, developed artificial intelligence and was one of the first people to successfully implement artificial intelligence in the real world. And part of the reason why was because he built the robot first, and then he wrote the artificial intelligence to make it work. And that's actually a really important factor, because up until that point, a lot of the scientists had been working on AI. They'd been working on it inside a computer with no physical bounds, and they couldn't get it to work. They couldn't get it to function in a, in a real way. And it makes sense when you think about that because we as intelligent creatures don't have intelligence that is unbounded. Our intelligence is bounded to our physical being. We can only experience things physically. And one of the interesting things that he brought up was about the dramatization of activities. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately and how, because I was a theater kid, right? I was a theater kid. I, I did drama with my body all the time. 
And I've been thinking about how that manifests in our daily lives to this day, the dramas we act out, and how they shift the way we perceive things. Now, an example he used specifically that has actually appealed very well to me was kneeling as in church. I grew up Lutheran, so we didn't kneel um, as Catholics do, but we do kneel at communion, and the pastors do wear the white robes, and there is a, a, a drama that unfolds in the process of the liturgical service, right? The, the cross, um, the lighting of candles, all of these things are part of a drama. And I think a lot of the movement in our world today has tried to push away from that drama. They've tried, we've tried to remove, and this is just one specific example, we've tried to remove um, the white robes and the, the kneeling at the, the communion rail, and all of these pieces have been tried, they, they've been stripped away from the church specifically, but in, in a lot of ways they've been stripped away from other activities in our lives. The drama of making coffee in the morning the drama of making dinner. And, and by that, I mean like making dinner from scratch. And a lot of these dramatized aspects of our lives were inherently vital to our understanding of the transcendent and our experience of the transcendent. Because it forced our bodies physically into a, an activity that wasn't necessary, I guess I should say. But they were, it was necessary for the experience, right? It's hard to describe. I got to see if I can come up with a better way to describe it. But when you're performing something, you feel different. When you're on stage giving a speech with the spotlights on you, to an audience, it's different than when you're giving that exact same speech in your bedroom with nothing watching you, right? The, the act of doing it in a different way, in a different manner, changes the act itself. It changes the meaning of it. And that got me thinking about how that applies to what we do. Because I think a lot of our lives have been stripped of their drama. And I think that's a sad thing. I think it's a, actually a detrimental thing. I think the act of, the drama of doing things provides our lives with more meaning than we realize. The act of chopping, you know, cutting up apples with a knife. The act of chopping firewood. The act of shoveling. Those are simple things, right? Those are simple activities, but doing them provides us with something that's beyond the activity itself. We don't realize it, I don't think consciously, because we don't think about it. I don't think we think about it until it's gone. It's something, it's something silly, but if you've ever taken a sharp kitchen knife, a paring knife, and you've held up an apple, and you've cut into that apple, and then you've eaten that apple slice off that knife, you realize that there's something different about doing that than taking one of those pre-slicers and just going down on the apple and just slicing it. Those are different things. They're not, but they are. And it's hard for me to capture what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to portray other than by saying 
If you know, you know. If you've done that, you know it's different. Dramatization, doing things in a dramatic way, changes the activity of doing them inherently. Because the way we react to them physically changes. I think that applies to writing too. I think you guys are knowing where I'm going with this here. If you take a pencil or a Bic pen and you scribble a note on a receipt, that's not the same as picking up a leather journal and opening it up and writing in it with a nice pen. Functionally, physically, they are similar. But there's something transcendent that's different. There's something that goes beyond the physical activity that means more. And I think that meaning is way more critical than we realize. Especially with things like journaling. Because I think we have a tendency to view our lives as not... Like not, not, it's not not important. That's not the right way to think of it. But we view our lives as not dramatic. We don't view our lives through the eyes of a play. You know, Shakespeare said, all the world is a stage. And I think he was right. And I think, I think he was more right than anyone wants to, wants to realize. And the problem with us being stuck at home for all these months, but I think it's been a lot longer than that the world has been like this, but the problem with us being stuck at home is we've, We've not been very good about playing the part in the play that we are in. Now, a lot of people have talked about this with the concept of work from home for years and the idea of how important it is to have an office when you work from home, a space that's separate, because the space itself provides and, you, and creates uh, a meaning around the activity within it. And I think we inherently know this. I mean, you think about your bedroom how critical your bedroom is to your life. We don't think about it consciously often, but when, it's a, when your bedroom's a disaster, it's messy, it's disorganized, it can change a lot of the way you perceive the day. When that space is set aside, it's, it's meaningful. And you can see this in that most of human history, or at least I, I, I should clarify, a lot of modern history, has had a separation of places. There's a place to eat. There's a place to sleep. There's a place to work. There's a place to play. All of those things have been somewhat separated. And some have said that's for the worst, and I think there's an interesting discussion to be had there, but I think that there's a reason why we do that. And it's that the place matters. It puts us in a different headspace. It creates a drama. And going to work, physically driving your car to work, and walking in and interacting with the people you do and sitting down at your desk, all of those dramatic things, those pieces of the drama, gave weight to what you were doing. We see this in building of skyscrapers. The boss's office is the one in the corner with the good light that overlooks the city. There's a drama to that. What I'm getting at is it matters how you do things. Physically, tangibly, specifically. And I think that writing in a leather journal, a good quality leather journal like this, like the ones we make, it changes your perception and in, in 
quite literally changes the way that you write. Because you take what you're doing more seriously. You see the activity as being more meaningful than writing on a scrap of paper. And inherently, because you see it as more meaningful, it is more meaningful. You make it more meaningful. And that's the embodiment of the transcendent. That's you doing something that is bigger than you. It's you doing something that is, uh, that is the, the form rather than the function, right? It's, it's the thing that, it's the argument of what is reality. What is real? Is it the dog or is it the idea of the dog in your head? Well, that's a, a very complicated philosophy question that I'm not 100% sure I can com- cover in any sort of reality right now. But I'm trying to get to the point that what you do matters and how you do it matters as well. And so if you're going to write in a journal, which you should do, I think we all agree that that's a very laudable goal and you should do it because it's good for your health and there's a lot of evidence to support that. But if you're going to do that, it matters how you do it. And that's why I am proud of what we do here and what we make because the tools we make are of the kind and the quality that are deserving, that that provides you with what you deserve for something like journaling. It provides you with the meaningful tool, the, the thing that helps make it feel meaningful. And it brings your writing to a whole new level. And I believe that. I genuinely believe that the me writing in my nice quality leather journals has led to the writing that I do being, even in my own perception, more, more. It's, it's better. It's more than what it was before. And I think there's a lot to that. I think there's a lot that we don't even understand to that. So for those of you who are looking to take your writing to a new level, to take that activity, the drama of your life, the drama of your writing into a new place. Maybe we're the right choice. I think so. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't believe that. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. And I'm actually really excited about it. There's uh, something in the works, like I talked about at the beginning, that is, who knows if it's going to come to light, but next topic is going to be about that. So don't forget to check that subscribe button below as well as the bell notification to be alerted whenever we launch a new podcast. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, foley, or accessory, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible. We do appreciate your patience. If you've got a quick question, quick comment, something you want to uh, get addressed right away, give us a call, 414-434-9001. You can also text that number, 414-434-9001. It is helpful uh, if you have, for example, if you made a mistake in your engraving or you made a mistake in your address just recently, you just placed an order and you messed that up, give us a call right away. That helps us so that we can catch that before we engrave it or before we ship it out. So feel free to do that if you need to get a hold of us right away or if you just got a question. That number is available from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. Obviously, you can leave us a voicemail afterwards. That's Monday through Friday. Um, If we're not in office, we'll do our best to get back to you as soon as we can the next day. Um, If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow a new community, both a review on the podcast app you're listening on or leaving a nice comment in the YouTube comments. 
but also a review on the product itself if you've been a purchaser. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews. There's a button there that if you click it will take you to Facebook where you can leave your review. Uh, we use Facebook just as a nice third party because it helps prevent people from thinking that we just make these up. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. We also have those same reviews on the website, uh, so just so people can see them. There's also a button there that if you've ever had a problem with your, your product or an issue that would, leave you to cause, that would cause you to leave a bad review, you can just reach out to us directly. We really stand by what we make. We want to fix it. We want to take care of you. We don't want there to be any circumstance in which you'd leave a bad review, and we stand by that. So, you know, let us have an opportunity to fix it, and we will do our best. Uh, if you, uh, the word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So tell your friends, tell your friends about the company, tell your friends about the product. Uh, if you want to get a little something for doing that, go to the top of the web page, click login at the top. All you need to log in is a username or not a username, even an email and password. That'll create a membership account with us. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. It's all that's required is uh, an email and password. Then if you go to the bottom left hand corner, there's a rewards button. If you click on the rewards button. You can see that you get 5% back on any in-store credit purchase um, that you make with while you're logged in, and if for whatever reason you have a problem, send us a message, we'll get it fixed. But also, there's a, a share button there. That shareable link, if you, if you send it to one of your friends or family members, they'll get $5 off their first purchase, and you get $5 off when they make that purchase as in-store credit. So definitely, definitely use that if you're going to share with your friends. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I am always happy to engage with us or with you guys, and I want to hear what you want to hear about. So Leave a comment below, send us an email, send us a DM. Just get us a hold of us. We'll, uh, I'm sure that the team will make sure that I get uh, any podcast requests, so definitely send them along. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, accessories, anything that we sell, uh, ask, about, ask about our bulk discounts. Uh, minimum order quantity for a bulk discount starts at five, and that can be five of one thing or one of five things, and it just goes up from there. So it's just based off of the, the cart total quantity ordered, uh, so definitely reach out to us, S-A-L-E-S at murdycreative.co if you want to you know, learn more about those bulk discounts. Also, we do custom engraved items. So if you've got a custom item that's a, a logo, a design, your signature, uh, we can do that. It's just a flat fee. There's no minimum order quantities for a custom order. So you can get one thing that's custom engraved. Uh, send that message you know, with the, the image to sales, S-A-L-E-S at murdycreative.co uh, with details about what product you're interested in, if you can you know, tell us anything about where you'd like the engraving located or the size of the engraving that's helpful. We can create a custom mock-up for you so you can take a look at what it might look like and a custom order link that you can use to purchase that item specifically. So that's something that we'd love to be able to offer to you guys, and it really means the world to us to be able to create those custom orders. So definitely reach out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.